This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here is your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin. With me today is Pat Linnell. Stitchin. How's it going? That's how you pronounce that, buddy. Yes, Stitchin. It's Stitchion is what everybody wants to pronounce it. They want to put that. Stitchion. Everybody wants to make it French. Yeah. And then I'm just like, no, it's it's just Stitchin. Uh, It comes from Stastasian, but we got there in a really, really long way. Yeah. You're going deep on me, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh... So you are um, here at Bay Area Community Church in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. How long have you been here? I've been uh, at this church for probably 15 years, been on staff for about 10, call it 13 if you include the internship that got me started off okay. at this spot. And you're the speaking pastor? Teaching pastor uh, here at Bay Area. Basically, it's a fancy term for a pastor who teaches <laughs> and, yeah. or preaches. Or preachers on the weekends. Well, there's there's a difference between teaching and preaching, I think. You know, and uh, yep. Uh, so I I had I had saw you at Lighthouse when you had came and and uh, talked about Grace Bomb mm-hmm. and, and and shared with with Lighthouse what yeah. was going on there, and I I thought that it was a an awesome story and an and and a absolutely amazing you know, program or, or, or design that you had mm-hmm. to get people out of their seats to share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have, have you known, you know, Sammy or the leadership there for a while or, you know, um, I've, I've known Sammy f- probably within 24 months, maybe 36 on a personal level, but I knew about what was happening at lighthouse because I heard that an, uh, an old mill guy was, you know, rocking it over there. And then I had friends who are great friends with his f- whole family, the whole foster mm-hmm. crew. Cause that's, you know, they're a whole crew over there. So it was a couple years back where we finally got to meet up and, uh, and make the connections. Cause I was an old mill grad as well. And I don't know if Sammy graduated or what, but I'm not sure that story, but we had the old mill, yeah. mill Glen Burnie connection. So, so you grew up in, in up in Glen Burnie then? Up in Glen Burnie, down in Glen Burnie, over in Glen Burnie. <laughs> it depends on where, where you're coming from. But yep, grew up in Glen Burnie. I grew up going to a little church in Baltimore City, an Episcopal church, you know, f- f- as a kid. Yeah. All the way through up until about college. And um, yeah, man. So I'm a Maryland guy. Awesome. So I grew up, as I said earlier, in Dundalk, you know, uh, up in the hood. Yes. Where I, I used to hitchhike <laughs> to go skate down in Fells Point, you know. Okay. Uh, don't tell my mom. She listens to this. But yeah, I would I would, I would, be very upset now if my son was hitchhiking. But yeah, we used to try to get to Fells Point any way we could. To do skate. you still hitchhike, I, Mark? I do not. I, I try to stay away from that. <laughs> Luckily, right. God's blessed me with a car. So, okay. Um, so uh, you brought a dirt bike on stage. That was the one thing that I was like, man, that was. Yeah, you, you were rocking it. I I really took a lot from that, and you know, and I loved the ministry, and that was why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, man, for the dirt bike. <laughs> I, 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 it's all good. 
you, you, that's just one of um, I'm a kind of a visual presenter. Mm-hmm. It helps me make a point, and I think it helps people listening give them another way to to take in the word, if you will. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm known for every now and then bringing stuff up on stage that has motors or sharp things or could explode and different stuff like that. So, hey, yeah. at least you make it exciting, right? Make it exciting. I've been to some churches where I wish they would have brought something up on stage. <laughs> so, but every to each his own. So yeah. here at Amazed by God, we kind of share some stories and we like to f- see what God's done in other people's lives so mm. that we can help bless each other because yeah. faith comes by hearing. And sometimes the stories that we have about God help draw that into mm. to other people. So yeah. let me know what, what has God done amazing in your life? Well, you know, what's, I think with me, bro, I, I've been in the church world for a good stretch now, but I never planned on it at all. Uh, I grew up in church, but it was like, it was like going to karate. It was just something we did on the weekends. It was an hour and 20 minutes, stand up, sit down, you know, it helped me with my discipline skills. But as far as living out my faith in real life, there was a big gap. And I think God just broke in and he he took a kid who basically just wanted to get a business degree, make money by selling things, and live the typical American dream. He just gave me a new dream. Didn't even see it coming. Just mm-hmm. completely blindsided, broken. Uh, the long story short is some friends from college had come to faith and invited Kristen and I, we were dating at the time, to a Bible study. And I had never been to a Bible study. I was probably 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Never been to a Bible study. Didn't know what that was. And it literally changed everything because the Bible came alive. It made sense. The people who were reading it weren't crazy weirdos or wackos. They were just normal, down-to-earth people, reasonable minds, doing well in life. And that that was surprising to me. And so I, I dug in and it seemed like Jesus really was who he claimed to be. And when those things started, when those light bulbs started to go off, um, he broke in and I got into ministry cause I wanted people to know this Jesus who mm-hmm. I was learning about in this Bible. So I didn't see that coming at all. I was pretty amazed by God by that. And he's, he sustained this you know, ministry now for a really long time by his grace and by his strength. And we've seen a lot of cool things happen. And, um, that was pretty cool. Basically he just totally changed my dream for my life. Changed your path, you know, a hundred percent. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and then God was like, no, go to, go to ministry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so with, with, you know, being on staff here and, and, and creating grace bomb that has opened up a door that where you are allowing people to, to be able to share, Mm-hmm. Um, in a non-pressure situation? Yeah, basically, Grace Bomb has turned out to be a way that you can put into practice, you know, when Jesus says, let your light, let your light shine before all men so that people would see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven. It's like, that sounds awesome. You know, we have the nursery rhyme about that. My, this little <laughs> light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But how do you do that? Like when you're at school or at work or out at a restaurant or just hanging out with your sports team or whatever you do in real life. Like, how mm-hmm. do I let my light shine in real life without being a, a weirdo yeah, or a freak of some sort? And Grace Bomb just turned out to be this easy way you can break the ice with your neighbor and let them know that you love them. It's based on faith. It's motivated by Jesus, but it's no strings attached. 
And it's been a pretty helpful tool. And actually, your listeners might not even know what in the world we're talking about. Okay. By yeah. When we say grace bomb this, grace bomb that. But the basically, when we say grace bomb, we're talking about a surprising gift that's meant to brighten your neighbor's day. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It could be your words. It could be your time. It could be your expertise. Uh, we've seen hundreds of different varieties of a way you can love your neighbor. Uh, and then you have an excuse to love them. I have this, I have this grace bomb card. I'm going to use it on you because, because God loves you. So we've seen some cool stuff happen. Helps people get out of their comfort zone, man. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that, the church that I was youth pastor at, we did something, you know, servant evangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we talked before, you, you know, you, you, your, your vision and everything has gone so far out. Uh, and beyond there, and, and you share it online. I see a lot of stories on mm-hmm. there. Is there any that that jump out to you that you thought was like, "Wow, how did this happen?" You know, this is an amazing, an amazing thing. Yeah. So here's the other deal with with Grace Bomb is, I I seem to Mister Magoo my way into different things. Meaning, <laughs> I'm just kind of like just trying to figure out the day, and then God opens doors. Mm-hmm. So the Grace Bomb thing is amazing because. I just had a sermon series in my mind that I wanted to do called Grace Bomb, where where we were just going to show God's awesome grace being dropped on people in the Bible and then apply that to us because he drops grace on us. But then my, my wife, she had a completely different idea of what Grace Bomb should be. She was like, we were on a motorcycle driving around one day uh, a few years back, and she's like, Grace Bomb is not just a sermon series. It's not just a book. She, she's like, you know, I'm hearing her shout through, <laughs> through the helmets in the wind. She's like, Grace Bomb is, it needs to be this, this interactive movement of people, man. And, you know, she's like dropping all this truth. And I'm thinking to myself, I have no idea what this woman's talking about. I don't know how to make that work or make mm-hmm. that happen. But when it came time to put the sermon series together, God just brought the right people at the right place at the right time. And we figured out how to brand uh, a card that could be used and kept on you really easily and figure out a website where stories can be shared and, and cards could be, you know, sent out for free. And, um, and so God just brought all the pieces together at the right time. And then when we launched the cert, the sermon series, it was hot and we thought, oh, this needs to be, this needs to be given away to churches, just not, not one church, but like people need this. And so God amazed me by bringing a, a lawyer and like a CPA just out of the blue. And all of a sudden grace bombs this nonprofit and he just continues to open the right doors at the right time. So essentially what I think he wants to do through this is to help his church obey this simple call to love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And we, we all know it, we should be doing it, and we, some of us, we just need a little bit of help getting started. You know, Grace Bomb, I think in some ways is like training wheels. Yeah. Just to start exercising your faith in that way of, you know, doing stuff in love for your neighbor. So anyway, I, God has amazed me because he's just, he's just opened doors and, and brought the right people together at the right time. That's, it's all him, man. Yeah. You know? So we we've met before and I've taken some cards from you. I, I, you know, and me and my son are, are getting out there. I get my son into, 
uh, being 11, he's starting to come into his own personality, yeah. come into his own. You know, we do homeless ministry mm. uh, over the Easter week. We, we, we made pancakes for homeless and stuff like that with, with a church and, and getting... And I'm also getting him involved in little ways of, of doing that. So we've used yeah. some grace bomb cards. And yeah. It's just this, it's just a perfect way of just trying to let someone know, mm. you know, and open a little bit of door and, and, you know, it's something that I was, I was unbelievably drawn to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said to a lot of people, and, and, and I truly wholeheartedly believe this, that the, the linchpin of the whole Bible is first John 19, uh, four, 19 through 21. And basically the, you know, to paraphrase that in the Mark Sitchin prayer phase hmm. is, uh, you know, you got to love your neighbor or you can't love God. Hmm. Um, and that's kind of the, the whole, the whole gist of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody and, and, and she was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like everybody's just in love with God, but you know, I feel like we're supposed to do something. And I said, yeah, go read this passage. And she was like, yeah, it's, you can't get around that. Can you? Yeah. You know? you know, that, that totally reminds me of when Jesus in John 15, he's in up in the upper room or, or maybe at that point he's like walking towards the, um, walking towards the garden, you know, anyway, you, that verse totally reminds me of when he said, listen, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. And it's like, dude, so God's got a love language. It's obedience. And then Jesus said, okay, so here's my command. Love one another as I have loved you. Yeah. And so, it, you know, there is this, there is this, uh, total connection between, um, loving God is very much plays itself out in loving our neighbor. It's almost like we're telling God we love him back because, you know, and by exercising our, our love with our neighbors. I would I think it's a good observation. Yeah. There. It, 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 to me, it's the heart of the gospel. You know, I, I think that, that, you know, salvation is a free gift. Yeah. Uh, grace is a free gift. Everything's mm-hmm. a free gift, but it comes with a condition, you know, and, and I think that condition is that you start to build up into the, sense that you have to start loving and showing that and going out and showing that. And, you know, it's not just to get people in the church. It's not just to get people in. It's, it's to create a, a better world around you. And, you know, this has been just kind of a, a fascinating way of doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Let everybody know of the website and where they can kind of find you. Yeah. If, if you guys are listening and you have absolutely no idea what in the world we're talking about, it's all pretty self-explanatory. There's one website, gracebomb.org. Uh, it explains what Grace Bomb is. It's the place where people can share in, in a way to spur one another on to love and good works. And it's also it'll also link you to the, the social media because we've been pumping out some of the stories that people share on social media. So that's the Instagram and that's the, that's the Facebook stuff. Uh, and the stories are really fun to hear. You know, actually just today, a story came in just today from Dallas. In fact... Let me just pull it up and read it to you because it's only 30 seconds. And this was cool because this is in, um, you know, this is just in their own words. So this is a lady in Dallas. And she's like, on Good Friday, my boyfriend and I were dining at an IHOP in Dallas after the church service ended. Every time our waiter, Casey, came around to the table, I heard the Lord tell me, Casey, I am with you and I'm for you. I didn't share this with my boyfriend until it was time to take care of the bill. Unbeknownst to me, my boyfriend tipped Casey 100% of the cost of our meal, and together we wrote three post-it notes worth of encouraging words, telling Casey how much the Lord loved him. My boyfriend left his contact number hoping Casey would reach out. We really hope we planted some seeds into this young man's life. 
I was like, go ahead, Dallas, because not only did they hook up a sweet, like, grace bomb of money, but then they hooked him up with words of encouragement. And then they, you know, that the boyfriend went an extra mile, left his number to say, let's connect. Yeah. I mean, talk about being salt and light. Because I don't know, I went home after Good Friday Church and put my feet up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that that's good representing the love, and that was letting their light shine. That was a really cool story. Yeah, so go check it out if you haven't. Um, you know, it, it's well worth the... To, you know, check it out and look at and get some of the cards, do some of them. I love, I love what you said, basically, that more people need to hear this. It's not enclosed in your church. It's not that you're, you're reaching out and you're expanding. Every time I see something on Facebook come up, I read it immediately because I want to hear and want to be challenged by, yeah. challenged by that story. Yeah, for sure, man. We're, we're all called to this life and sometimes we just need a little, little help getting going. All right. Well, here at Amazed by God, we'd like to ask two other questions just to kind of get a little feel for you and a little encouragement from you. So is there anybody in the Bible, any Bible story, any verse that has touched you and why? Matthew 6.33, man, it might be it might be my life verse. Uh, it's definitely one of the top ones. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. This is this applies to every day, almost every decision that's really weighty and that you need to make. Um, it's helped me uh, as a compass just to ask the question: Am I putting Jesus first here? Mm-hmm. And honestly, bro, I can't tell you that I can always say I am. You know, I'm working with my Savior on that. He's got me, and he's he's helping me, nudging me along in the areas I'm not putting him first, but. I think there's real fear to put Jesus first, like in our private lives or our financial lives or what have you. But when we do, uh, he shows up and he provides and we've, we've, we're able to walk in the joy that follows putting Mm -hmm. him first. So, um, that's been a guiding, a guiding part of the Bible for me right there in, in that sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I mean, it, it trails through the whole Bible. God, God asked, you know, for the marriage covenant, you know, back in Israel's day, that they will be then a light and a, mm. a, a guiding light to the nations around them mm. if they continually keep him first. And then when they didn't, <laughs> you know, they start to see yeah. the repercussions of that. Jesus comes in and asks the same <laughs> thing for us, yeah. you know, just yeah. moving along in culture as culture grew. He, mm. he brought us into that. So yeah. also music kind of runs, you know, our lives and we, we get something from, from music. It touches us in a way that yeah. a certain other thing doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Christian or non, you know, just a song that has, you know, has, has lifted you up. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm all about so many different genres, but let me tell you for, um, it's more like what song is, was, what song has hit you today? Today, Tom Sawyer by Rush. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I know the song you're talking about. Yeah. I just watched that documentary on Netflix last night about Rush, by the way. So it's fresh in there. Those guys are kind of weird, but that song is killer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, any song that speaks to you and speaks to your soul is just jam it. You know, that rush still just reminds me of uh, "I Love You, Man." Now, 
and slapping the bass. Are you familiar with the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. Okay. And okay. I don't know if you're a movie guy. I am. Okay. But uh, yeah, they they are very into Russia that, and he has to find he's not friends with any men, so he has to find a best man for his wedding. So he just starts to try to randomly make friends with people. Okay. And realizes that they're in the rush. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, good song. I mean, yeah, you can't really go wrong with that, and yeah. you know, and 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 there. So anyway, go ahead and listen to that. Pat, I really do appreciate you being on it, and um, I, good luck with everything that comes up. I'm glad to see that you're doing well and uh, that the church is doing well. Any other parting words you'd like to, like to say? Oh, man. You know, if you're listening to this podcast in a car and you happen to be a dude and you happen to be driving a minivan, I just want you guys to know that you are not alone. <laughs> Okay, there we go. So for Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library, this is Mark Stitchin, and we will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.